For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm Yola Gazzo, and I'm joined by McKay Westbrook and John Webb Legazzo. Look, guys, this isn't a, a baseball pod, but I think that the Lakers and the Dodgers winning the championship in the same year is just so unreal, and it's so incredible that you can't not talk about it. I mean, it's the first time since 1988 that both franchises won at the same time. Um, you know, I, I mean, we're really the, the city of champs, right? <laughs> but I, I did want to tell you guys about this fun fact. The Clippers <laughs> are the only team out of all the well-known LA teams out there, including colleges like USC, UCLA, and our soccer teams, LAFC, LA Galaxy. And I'm even counting like the Chargers AFL title back in like the 50s or whatever. They have a trophy. LAFC has a trophy. Their supporters shield, but the Clippers do not have a single trophy. <laughs> they got the participation wow. trophies. That's that's a lot of research you did into that one. <laughs> hey, it, it just goes to show who the alpha dog is, dude. And it goes to show how sorry the Clippers are. <laughs> I'm sorry. There, there's a meme coming out out there, right, with uh, SpongeBob and Patrick running around outside, and Squidward. I don't know if you guys, you know, I've seen SpongeBob. Squidward is up in his house, the blinds open, looking out, sad, <laughs> while SpongeBob and <laughs> Patrick are enjoying Man, life. Squidward is supposed to be the Clippers, and outside is the Lakers and Dodgers. Exactly. exactly. Hold on, hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Man. Anyway, anyway, 
just you know us over here basking on these on this title and making fun of the the Clippers to start this pod. You know, makes things <laughs> super hey, special. Hey, but it's it's cool though because, um, uh, you know, I I'm not really a big follower of baseball at all. Um, sure, right, like me, but but uh, Kobe was definitely a Dodgers fan, and I was looking back at some of the videos and stuff of Kobe at some of their games and, and he was all for them. And, um, I, I believe it was Kyle Kuzma that tweeted out something like, um, 17, the number of championships that the Lakers have plus the Dodgers seven equals 24. So I thought that was cool. You know, everything's for Kobe this year. Exactly. Exactly. That's crazy. That's good. That's pretty awesome, man. And then, and then I think someone else tweeted out like uh, twenty-four plus eight equals thirty-two, which is the number of years the Dodgers haven't had a a championship. Yeah, I, it, it's funny because there's been all kinds of things like that throughout the the whole year. I I feel like I'm gonna have to make like a compilation of of everything, like. Maybe it's just because we want to be able to see all those things. Sure, or right. Maybe, you know, maybe it is. Maybe it is a cool coincidence or or whatever. You know, but no, I think that's funny. Just the, the stars aligning. You know, just for this year. Yeah, Kobe. it's called the spirit of Kobe. Exactly. Mamba exactly. mentality. Yep, exactly. Right. That's right. the power. The power of the Mamba mentality. That's what it is. <laughs> power. Oh man. Um. <clears throat> All right, well, that was fun <laughs> talking about that and also, you know, hating on the Clippers and making fun of them. But we're actually not going to spend the rest of the day, uh, the night, talking about this. We are going to talk about a few po- topics that trended over the week, this past week, regarding the Lakers. Uh, first up, I wanted to talk about our man, Lakers VP and GM, Rob Polinka, and the comments he made on the Woj pod. Um, it was kind of surprising to see him go on there, given that Woj really doesn't like the Lakers. But, you know, uh, he, in the pod, Palinka said that, um, you know, this is one, the thing that I want to talk about. He said he not only wants to retain Anthony Davis for the long haul, but also pair him with a young superstar in future years. The emphasis on, on young, right? Um, I don't know, man. If that doesn't excite you guys as Lakers fans, I don't know what does. But let me ask you this: you know, who who do you want to who do you want to have pair up with AD in purple and gold, man? Man, there 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 are a lot of people that I would really like to see um, get paired up with with AD. I would love to see you know a, a, a guard combo with him for that that old school one, two, one, two punch. Um, I, I'm really loving like Bradley Beal right now. Mm. He's been tearing it up. I, I think he's really underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, you know, he's, he's all-star if, if not close to superstar status, I, I think he's really good. Um, I, I would also love somebody like Devin Booker or, or somehow if we could snatch Jason Tatum from the Celtics. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh yeah, definitely some high quality names there. I know I know Booker um just signed with the Suns. I, I don't think he's going to be a free agent until 24, but you know, he's he's 27. He's going to be 27 years old when his contract expires and probably going to be entering his prime. Prime. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brad- Bradley Beal for sure going to be ready. Uh, I mean, he has a player option, right, for the 2022. Um, right. And uh, I, don't, I just don't know uh, what our financials are going to be, you know, come come 2021, come 2022. Right, right. No, I, um, you know, I think that we, I think it's going to be interesting to see who Palinka um you know uh, works with or or, you know which star decides to come to la and um but we did get a few responses from our listeners or at least our instagram followers on lakers daily scoop you know they've they threw out you know um let's see it's javion knight jave on knight 48 said luke luka Doncic. um c riggs jr said uh jason tatum um some people uh the three emperors said Kawhi. i don't know if that will ever happen um owen photo said spider mitchell yeah spider mitchell dude um i want to uh and uh dominic page said 30 uh, dominic page 38 said chris paul i mean there there were a lot of like uh comments from from our listeners and uh and uh and instagram followers um and I, I think that, I, I mean, you, Donovan Mitchell sounds really intriguing right now. Actually, he's not a superstar right now, but I think he could he could become one. What do you guys think? Yeah, you know, he's. I I don't know. I I I have some strife about Donovan Mitchell about uh, inconsistencies at times, but at the same time, he's he is an incredible player. I mean, look at. Um, the Jazz against the Nuggets in in that first series of the playoffs, where he was, he had a crazy duel with Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely got the potential to to be something big, um, and he he definitely can be a superstar. He he kind of makes me think of of um, Russell Westbrook a little bit, just just because he's so athletic and, um, but. At, at the same time, you know, when I think of somebody like Russell Westbrook, I don't see them as as one of those players that is going to, to get a ring. You know that I mean, I I think he's a killer, and I think he's he's great. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Maybe maybe if he can come in and be that that number two guy, you know, the no the number two or the number three. I don't see him as a number one guy. I guess no. is what I'm trying to say. Right, right. Um, maybe, okay. maybe if he could come in as a number two or number three guy behind AD and LeBron, I I think he could potentially fit that role pretty well. I, you know, at, at least not yet, right? At, at there's glimpses that you see with Donovan Mitchell and Jay. I'm gonna throw Jason Tatum in there, yeah, because mm-hmm. you know the the Celtics and the Jazz, those two players. Um, I know they're. Uh, their rookie contracts are going to come up here and they're going to be restricted free agents. And, you know, I, I see the Lakers trying to, trying to grab one of those stars, you know, offering, especially uh, Tatum. yeah, especially Tatum. I mean, you know, Kobe was a big fan of Tatum and, uh, you know, I, I see the jazz and the Celtics, you know, matching those offers because they are restricted free agents. And I don't, I don't see the Celtics or the jazz letting go of them in, in that free agency market. But one person I do, I do like, um, he's not young per se. Right. But, but Dame, 
right? Da- mm. Damian Lillard. Mm. We can't we can't skip yeah. over the fact that he's going to be a free agent. Mm. I mean, he's set to make, you know, probably close to like 195 million again uh, over the next four years. It, you know, any a lot of teams are going to be after Damian mm-hmm. Lillard. Yep. Yep. I feel like yeah. he might stay Portland Trailblazer all his life, though. I mean, he said as much. Yeah. He said as much. Right. So, so I, I think there are, you know, certain players who are going to be more realistic and others that are going to be less. You know, the possibility exactly. that we get somebody like Luka Doncic, I don't think the Mavs, Mark hard. Cuban, they will <laughs> never let him go. Um, he's, <laughs> you know, he's a future MVP. Um, just throwing that out there already. He's going to be the best player in the league here shortly. Um, I, I don't think we've we've got a chance of stealing him from the Mavs um I I think they're gonna they're gonna ride him as long as they can and uh I mean I guess we'll see what what his loyalty is like to that franchise exactly but I feel like there are a lot of players like that like Dame who are gonna be loyal um Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum man we we had the chance to get him in in the draft but we didn't um and a lot of these teams who are who are doing better, like the Celtics, um, who made it, kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, <laughs> you know, they're they're doing pretty well. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Sure, um, sure. I I don't think a team like that is going to let go of somebody like Jason Tatum. That's their main piece that they're trying to build around the sure. the team that I think we have a real possibility of scoring somebody from them are these teams who aren't doing well you know look at what happened with anthony davis he wasn't happy because Mm -hmm. uh, that franchise wasn't winning um they weren't doing well and they were struggling to put together a roster that could help him to win so i think the real possibilities are going to be finding a superstar that's on these teams that aren't having luck building around him some some that's why i i mentioned devin booker Mm. Um, we might possibly be able to trade for him in a year or two if that'd be awesome. Um, the Suns feel like he's getting disheartened and doesn't want to stay with the franchise, and um, is just going to bounce in free agency. So they might want to trade him while he's still got value. Right. Yeah. Nah. For sure. I mean, let let's talk about LeBron James though. I mean, he's going to be a free agent. I I would love to you know keep it going with him. And then you know build around those pieces. That's true. I don't know what he's gonna do. Um, he does have a player option next year, um, out next off season. Uh, we'll see what he does. If he'll sign back up, if he'll, um, you know, take into account the Lakers' financials and maybe take a discount. That'd be nice, so we can bring in another star and and pay him appropriately. Um, but you know he's LeBron James. He wants to get paid. You know, I, I don't know if he'll he'll take a discount. Yeah, um, I, I I don't I I doubt he would. Right, you know? right. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. He ends up. I know he wants to stay in the league just for so that he can play. You know, either along his son or um, against his son. You know, it'd be really cool to to see that dad and and, and son match up. But uh, I feel like you know Rob Polinka putting it out there, saying this in the Woj Pod was done on purpose, right? I mean, this is this is we're we're gonna focus on the future. I mean, this guy is smart as heck, and you know he'd have to be uh, for 
to be Kobe's best friend and agent uh, and, you know, the, the GM of the Lakers, you know, what, you know, what all those offseason moves Pelinka did over the summer, uh, over last summer, right, uh, 2019, and the moves that he made to bring Keith and Dion over, you know, that he does it for a reason. And this was pretty much, I thought, Rob Pelinka announcing to the league, announcing to the, to the stars in, in the NBA saying, you know, come here. <laughs> to LA, you know, this is, this was like, you know, uh, someone brought this up on, on Twitter. Like this is, uh, um, this is like James Gordon on Batman putting up the bat signal up in the night sky to tell <laughs> Batman that he's needed in LA. <laughs> yeah. The, the commissioner put up the bat signal. That's for sure. Hey, I, I've already been hearing, uh, things that Danilo Gallinari's, um, willing to take a pay cut to win a championship, you know, and given kind of the wink, wink. Exactly. So it's working. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, guys, let's, let's take a quick break first. Um, stay tuned. We'll, and we'll talk about more trending news, um, that went on this, uh, past week, but, uh, stay tuned. We'll take a break and we'll see you soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Knuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Hey, welcome back to the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook and John Weblegazzo. And on this segment of the show, I wanted to um, first talk about this, um, uh, the NBA and the NBPA, who are finalizing the details of the 2020 and the 21 season, this next season. Um, you know, their topics are in, include like the free, when free agency would start, training camp, 
opening day salary cap um, how many day how many games would be played in the season the structure of them and so forth all those things um, for now it seems like the NBA is targeting December 22nd to start the season and having a 72 game uh, season just you know finishing before the Olympics um, and it sounds like they also may reduce travel uh, by 25% by using some sort of MLB, you know, the uh, Major League Baseball style series. Um, looks like right now, it also uh, it looks like free agency might start in November 20th. Uh, now, keep in mind, that's like 48 to 72 hours um, just after the, the draft, which is on November 18th. Um, now, with all that said, I think there, there's also been reports that there's been um, star, you know, players that uh, have been pushing to have the season start on January 18th on MLK Day instead. Um, there's obvious reasons for this, and there's there were reactions uh, to this. In fact, Danny Green and Jared Dudley already expressed that starting the season up in December could be a problem health-wise and you'll see like you may see like lebron and other stars sit out for the first part of the season uh, i wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this and and um what do you guys thought yeah it's kind of it's kind of soon right i mean we just watched the lakers in the heat have a very competitive um finals and i mean for obvious health reasons right your body has to recover um, you know, after such intense uh, athletic activity like that. Um, but it could also be positive for the Lakers in, in terms of them not really um, having a break. Uh, you know, they don't have to rev up their motors or, you know, ramp up for the season for per se. Yeah, I, I mean, they've got a couple of months in between now and then. Um, for the most part, I, I know the Lakers aren't nursing any uh, serious injuries. Um, I, I understand for some other teams that they might want that additional time just so that they can um, fully get their squad in order and, mm -hmm. and all healed up. But um, yeah, I... I, I'm I'm in favor of it starting sooner rather than later, but that's just because I want to keep watching basketball, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, a very yeah. selfish reason for us. Yeah, right? very, exactly. Very selfish. And you know what? It might work in favor if you start as earlier. It might work in favor of the Lakers. Um, usually, in a regular season, momentum for like winning the finals usually fades off in the offseason. But because of such a short time period from, you know, game six of uh, the finals and December 22nd, the, you know, it might be short enough that um, s some momentum is carried over to next season. But, uh, you know, maybe but I, I do also expect that, you know, the, the Lakers not really trying as hard in the regular season next uh, next year. Um, because they know that they can flip it. You know, they can flip the switch in in the postseason next year. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I guess maybe I'm okay with uh, with it. Um, it's kind of, but it'll be hard not to see um, 
like you know if, if Danny Green and Jared Dudley are, are right about the star players sitting out it'd be hard to see watch basketball without the star players you know <laughs> right I, Yo, I THT mean, yeah yeah exactly um hey it, it could get some good playing time for for whoever we have coming on next year and um get them all all ready to go but I don't know. I, I think it's it's probably enough time to, to start in December. And the other thing is I have a feeling that there are going to be delays and um, games that are postponed this upcoming season because of all the COVID things going on. And there are going to be players that, that catch it and mm-hmm. different things that are going to happen that are going to kind of postpone the season and i i think sure. the earlier we can start things and get it going um the better just because there's gonna be i i feel like it we're gonna have to cram more stuff in if not i i think the league needs to take that into account and be prepared to have um some extra time just in case these things happen yeah yeah i didn't even think about that but you're right i think that uh there probably will be delays if, 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 especially because they're thinking of um, having, you know, uh, or playing in, in home arenas now um, instead of doing a, a bubble style uh, thing. I mean, you really, I can't really imagine having a bubble for the regular season, right? Um, that'd be a little bit too much, but, uh, um, but yeah. Um, okay, so next topic. I think uh, next topic. Uh, you know, speaking of, of of off season items, as you know, November eighteenth is the, the draft. Um, so we have the twenty eighth pick, and uh, we can still use that twenty eighth pick to as a trade package to land someone like Bradley Beal. Um, and you know, because of uh, the weirdness of this off season, we haven't really been able to see who the Lakers are interested in or who they might uh, want to, to interview or work out because um, it's not a normal off season. Right. Um, but uh, we do know that of at least one college player who was interview interviewed and um, this is TCU guard Desmond Bain. Um, not only did he talk to the team, but he said that he felt like there was mutual interest um, and we also know uh, from reports today that uh, the Lakers are interest, interested in the Stanford guard Tyrell Terry. Um, but I think some some analysts have him getting picked earlier in the draft. Just want to get your quick thoughts on on these draft draft pro- prospects, uh, starting with uh, um, Desmond Bain. I mean, uh, uh, I guess I guess first off, right when. When you think about um, the 28th pick, uh, this isn't really that deep of a draft class, right? But you're but you're thinking of a team that's led by LeBron James and Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. and you got to think we're going to be back in the finals next year. And you know, assuming Davis signs a long-term deal, we're going to be in contention for quite a while. So our our window or our flexibility with that number 28 pick can can really help extend that window for us and with all the you know all the expiring contracts that we have it's hard to pretty much 
it's it's hard to say what our biggest need is going to be, but if I had to pinpoint something, it's going to have to be consistency and, you know, maybe three-point shooting, right, which is what a lot of people, what a lot of analysts are saying the Lakers need is that three-point shooting. Um, Desmond Desmond Bain, um, I do I do see that he's a, a career forty percent shooter, right? Forty plus, even uh, you could say that. Uh, but I was looking through a lot of his games, and I do see some fits of inconsistencies where he'll go back to back games of shooting below thirty percent. But in his last six or so games, I've seen that he's increased that percentage. Um, so he's he's he, the tape shows right. He's a solid, you know, off-screen shooter, um, but I don't know how that's going to translate when you're dealing with elite wing defenders, and I, I see that a lot. Uh, that he he still he still shot forty percent right. He started 36, 36 games. He shot forty forty percent in his career. But when he's going against top 25 defenses like Baylor and Texas and West Virginia, he he kind of falters on the percentage there. Yeah, uh, I mean, Danny Green's no stranger to inconsistency in shooting, exactly. at least this right. year, you know. So, uh, um, I mean, I mean, I agree. We we definitely need somebody who can hit the three ball. Uh, I I speculate that incoming rookies are most likely not going to have a, a, a good chance of playing on the roster. You know, sure. you never know. You, the playoffs. You, right. I mean, you could always have somebody like a Tyler hero who comes on and is just has an incredible rookie year and um, becomes a, a big part of, of your squad. I mean, right. we have, um, we have the bald Mamba, you know, he, uh, <laughs> he came up from the G league. So you never know where these players are going to come from. Um, so I, I think it's, it's possible that they could get some playing time at, at least during the, the regular season. We'll see if, if they can be consistent behind the three point line. I, I foresee us, um, working them in, into the rotation, but, if if not, I have a, a good feeling that they'll be um, just another piece that we send to the G League. And the playing time aspect that you're talking about is is a, a huge bit, McKay, um, because when you look at a three point shooter, right? You you look at a sample size of how many threes he's shooting. If we if we draft Desmond Bain or any other three point shooter, they're not going to be shooting, you know, six, seven, eight threes. Right. <laughs> a game they're just not they're just not so you'll see a lot of inconsistency with that i mean with desmond bain right a lot of these games he's shooting you know five six seven eight threes it's it's not going to happen on the lakers team no no of course not i mean this is a uh you know this is a lebron and ad led team which with uh title hopes and they're um you know they're gonna let their their rookies play in the regular season but when it comes to the off season it's gonna be business you know um, you know, I agree that, uh, uh, you know, he is a really good three point shooter. Um, and, uh, I think, but I think one of the, uh, you know, you, you're talking about, you're also talking about some of his slumps throughout the season offensively in college. Um, 
but I also think that there's a big concern here with his um, just just with his his wing his wingspan. You know, he's six foot six, but he 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 doesn't have he's not a really great wing defender. He has good strength, like he's pretty strong, um, and you can probably teach him. You know, he, he kind of reminds me of of Danny Green. You know, he uh, Danny Green doesn't have long arms, but you know he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league and that's why the lakers are paying him 15 million and maybe for his three-point shooting <laughs> but, but but i think uh you know in the long run like maybe not in this lakers team he could be a, a solid role player uh a force play a spacer um and uh, um, who knows? Maybe maybe he will be uh, with here in LeBron. You know, with with LeBron. LeBron's the great one of the greatest uh, um, you know uh, uh, playmakers in in the game. And uh, if if you space the floor, um, you know LeBron's gonna uh, you know then you, then you really complement uh, the playing style of LeBron, and and you can really help him get uh, get assists and also. Uh, if you're spacing the floor, then he'll get to the rim a lot, a lot better. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, let's move on to uh, Tyrell Terry. Um, just really quick, uh, any thoughts on on bringing him in? I know that he, we said that the Lakers had expressed some interest in 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 picking him. Yeah, it's a it's the same thing with Tyrell Terry. I mean, it's it's a different spectrum, right? Because because Desmond Bain is a, a four year veteran. Tyrell Terry from Stanford is a freshman. Exactly. Um, He's still shooting 40% from deep. And you kind of see the same patterns where he's he's lacking consistency from game to game. Where he'll shoot, you know, like 33% from UCLA, maybe like 38 USC. And then, uh, you know, then all of a sudden he'll shoot like 50 plus percent against like Oregon State. And that's just the volume of work you get from a three-point uh, three-point shooters uh, specialist uh, like a Tyrell Terry, but the the thing is in the in the Pac-12, right? You you don't have a lot of top twenty-five defensive teams, so you got to kind of kind of factor that into when someone is uh, trigger happy like Tyrell. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, he is a he's a sharpshooter. You know, I think that around the uh, scouting circles, you know, let. People are comparing him to Seth Curry, or a poor man's Steph Curry. Um, he he can really let it fly, right? Um, and uh, you know, like yeah. you mentioned, he, he shoots at forty percent from deep. Um, but you're right uh, that he does underperform sometimes against some of the bigger uh, and, and better teams. And uh, I think that's because of you know one of his weaknesses and maybe because this is just because he's he's a freshman and he's really young is because is is that he's undersized uh, uh, especially or even for a, a point guard um you know he's thin and light and he could be a liability on defense i don't know if the lakers can afford that uh, um uh, you know, in this defensive-minded team, but then again, you know, he's not really going to play a, a lot of minutes in the playoffs. Yeah, I would, I would honestly like the Lakers to maybe take a look at at someone like Tyler Bay, okay, um, from Colorado. You know, shooting forward six seven, but his wingspan is like seven seven feet. Yeah, right? wow. he's at- athletic, great size, and then length for an NBA wing could really rebound. 
and then defend at all positions. Now his shooting, right, is has an asterisk, right? It's it's really not very fluid, kind of flat. But that's why we have, you know, Phil Handy, Jason Kidd, and the coaches we have to to improve that form. Um, but I like getting players that athletically are are there, and then just work on the mechanics, because we're gonna have that time because he's not gonna be playing that much. I, okay, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't know about this dude, or I didn't look at him. Hopefully, the the Lakers are interested, and hopefully, they'll, you know. Either of these players or someone better can slot right perfectly for the 28th pick uh, for the Lakers. Maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll trade the pick anyway. But I think that was a good discussion all around. Let's take a quick break, our last break here, and then we'll, we'll be right back to talk about uh, some other uh, news and uh, that uh, trended this last week and, and more, most recently. But uh, we'll take a break, and we'll see you in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Hey, welcome back to the Hashtag Liquor Podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook and John Wablagazo. Uh, on this last segment, I want to talk about <laughs> this kind of interesting news that came out from Mark Stein. Uh, it looks like the Clippers have uh, expressed some interest in signing Rajon Rondo and are expected to pursue him this free, you know, in free agency starting in November or whenever it starts. Who knows when it starts? Um, uh, anyway, I, I don't know <laughs> what you guys think about this and, and uh, this news. Uh, do you want the, uh, Rondo uh, joining the second team next door? Uh, I mean, absolutely not. He, he was a huge part of um, our winning the championship this year. He played incredible in the playoffs for us. And I think the, the Lakers absolutely do not want to lose him to the Clippers. Um, in terms of where Rondo wants to go, I don't think he necessarily has um, franchise loyalty. You know, he played for both the Cl- the the Celtics and for um, the Lakers and won championships for both. Um, he's been all around the league. And I, I think there's just two things that are going to be on his mind. One is winning another championship and the other is money. So I think if we can give him what he wants uh, i mean 
you know, he's got to know that he, he's got to be reasonable in order to have enough money to, to have a good team. Um, but I, I think we could maybe pay him upwards of, I, I don't know, seven to 9 million. Hopefully he'd be happy, happy with that. Um, if you would take five, I, I'd be like, great. Yeah. Resign him. Yeah. Let's get him. <laughs> um, I, I would love to have him back. He, he did great. Um, he knows that the Lakers can, or can win. Um, we just won. He helped us do it. I think that will affect his decision to want to come back to the Lakers as well. Yeah, and you never know what motivations guys have. Um, but I'd love to think that, you know, Rajon and, you know, all these other guys that had opted out of their contracts, I would love to think that they want to run it back. You know, that they're competitors and they would want to defend and be the first in line to defend the championship we just won. Um, but at the end of the day, right, you got to do what's best for your family. Um, whether that's, you know, has anything to do with finances, but you got you to gotta do what's best for your family. Right, right. I mean, it could be about family, but, um, and it could be about just for money, right? I mean, he's, he's getting to that age where uh, money might be more important now uh, than ever. And um, then maybe willing, winning a third championship. Um, but who knows? I don't know what his intentions are. I don't know. I'm not in his mind. Um, um, I do know that uh, the Lakers would not have won this championship without the contribution from Rondo. Um, he was he was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, one thing that we learned is that regular season Rondo was not good at all. <laughs> was some. Uh, anyway, but, I don't know. I beg to differ. Beg to differ a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to talk to you about that, dude. Regular <laughs> season Rondo was not good to me, but postseason playoff Rondo is exactly what the Lakers need uh, for next season. I mean, you know, he made that comment, or I don't know who made that comment. Was it was it Rondo that you know if you have LeBron James and Rondo uh, on the same court in the playoff? Uh, doing you know in the playoff series or playoff run to get to the finals you know no one's going to beat them yeah look i just don't want any sort of rondo whether it be regular season rondo or playoff rondo playing for the clippers that's true it's just you know i don't i don't want that that's 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 bad news (laughs) that that is very true um and i personally don't think that he will join the team next door i think i think there's there's too much bad bad blood now between you know what what went on with the the Clippers and the Lakers and the rivalry that went there, and I think that Rondo would get so much uh, flack for for that in Laker Nation. Then he has to live in L.A. Uh, um, for that. I don't think that uh, he'll he'll kind of ruin his 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 reputation like that um, with Laker Nation. Um, but you know, like I said, he might be satisfied with two two championships, and he just maybe wants some money. Uh, more money than uh, that the Lakers may be willing to to offer him. I do find it hilarious though that the Clippers and their fans all season long, like myself, that um, were ragging on Rondo on how 
he performed in the regular season. And now all of Clipper Nation wants him to join the team. <laughs> Isn't that that's that's just how it rolls sometimes. <laughs> oh man, it's hilarious. Anyway, uh that's it guys for today. Um I don't know if McKay, John Webb, if you have any final thoughts on um before we end the pod. Nope. Go Lakers. That's right. That's right. Go Lakers. Go Dodgers. Go LA Rams. Hopefully one of the football teams, probably not the, the Chargers, will win the Super Bowl. Who knows? <laughs> the trifecta. Yep, exactly. All right, guys. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Follow, subscribe, and give us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follow and the, the reviews, and it'll help us continue to do, what, to do what we're doing. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. We have 30K followers. Come follow us and uh, check out all the content, videos, and highlights, and, and more. With that said, guys, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.